This, this, this is a Tape Deck Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Lynn Manuel Miranda Fan Club. <laughs> Out of here. You can't start. JK. You can't. Two, two thirds of us are fans. Yeah, but you can't, yeah. so. you can't just start the podcast like that because now I'm, now I'm thrown off. Now I'm off my I'm, game. No, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm thrown off here. That's the podcast that I'm starting with. Danny from 70 Millimeter. I just have so many podcasts. I can't keep track. Um. <laughs> love it. Love it. Won't subscribe, but that's fine. <laughs> rude welcome to film hags we are just some haggy gals some bad witches brewing up some hot takes and opinions about movies Mm -hmm. and i am joined by maggie and sophie hello hello how are we doing on this fine monday stormy afternoon how are we doing it's monday and we procrastinated the shit out of this recording but i love it it's very our style and now it's raining just like it was all throughout the ring so i feel i feel good about it i feel good about it yeah so later on in this episode we will be discussing 2001 horror classic would we call it a classic i think so yeah so yeah. yeah, let's call it that. It's a classic in our hearts. So I, yeah, I'd mm. say so. So we are. We'll be discussing the ring as Sophie's choice as of a film that has been burned into her brain. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We're good. We're on the other side of it now. I mean, we watched it on Saturday, yeah. so I think we're like three days in. Four more to go. <laughs> Maybe this yeah. was your first time watching it. <laughs> yes, it was. Yeah, are you excited for the to talk about it? I'm excited. We we watched it during the day, so I think that made it a lot less scary. together. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I think I was expecting it because I've been avoiding it for like 28 years, or not 28 years. It hasn't even been out for 28 years, but been <laughs> avoiding it for a long time, and then finally um, watched it. And I think I had built it up in my mind to be way scarier when it was actually more just suspenseful with a few, very few actually scary scenes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, you guys don't trust me because I think I said many times, it's not that bad. (laughs) And you still forced me to watch it with you two in broad daylight, which is just not how like spooky movies should be watched but it's okay it's what i haven't watched this movie in about probably like 13 14 years and so my only point of reference was the fact that it was in fact the scariest thing in the whole world that like kept me up at night while i was like a teen so i was like trying to believe you but i was like no there's no way but were you (laughs) how trauma does that did you watch it a lot as a child jess yeah, I was like, it, I was terrified of it, but I also was like obsessed with it. So <laughs> I want to get into that later. Yeah, I love it. we're gonna we'll get into that in just a bit. 
Um, so typically we would be getting into our peaks of the week. But first, we have a little bit of a surprise because when this episode comes out tomorrow, it is our dear Margaret's birthday. Whoa, what is this? Yay. Happy birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday. You made me watch The Ring the week of my birthday, Sophie. Yeah. <laughs> And now she's <laughs> yeah. And now she's making up for it. So we, so Sophie came up with the idea to just quickly share some of our favorite Maggie memories. Oh God, <laughs> is this gonna be a roast? Like, no, 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 no. not a roast. I just yeah. wanted. I wanted to just like the the three of us have had many memories oh, together. Yes. And- Most of which like cannot be shared on this podcast. <laughs> But we've, no. like, no, dug no, no, no. deep into our brains to find some, like, nice PG. <laughs> yeah. I'm so excited. So, yeah, Jess, Jess and I were, like, we're trying to think of, like, stories we could tell. <laughs> we seriously had, like, trouble because we're like, no, we, we cannot tell this, like, on a public yeah. platform. <laughs> we just can't do it. But there, there are some nuggets of gold yeah. that, that can be shared. So, Jess, do you, do you want to go first? Okay, I'll go first because mine is... I don't know if people know this, but like we all work together. Um, like we work for the same company um, and we're working at, at like different locations. But Sophie and Maggie like work together pretty consistently. And then I would kind of like see you guys like once in a while. Well, I know like Sophie and I work together for a while, whatever. I'm kind of just trailing off. Um, so I, but I feel like you guys, so therefore, like, you guys have a lot of, like, good, solid memory, like, wholesome memories. Whereas, like, when I saw you guys, it was always, like, after work at the bar. And, like, Absolutely. that's when shit got sloppy. But I, <laughs> oh, but yeah. I, but I do have a really great memory. Um, so we work for this company, uh, like, it's a board game cafe in Toronto and Maggie was like the manager of one of the venues and I um or was the event manager so she was like running the actual venues and I was like um like booking and and doing events and there was one event at her location and they came in and they were kind of like setting up like they were all good but it was also there's the show I'm obsessed with called Love Island and <laughs> it was so like mid-season there's this thing that happens called is called Casa Amor where they like separate ev- all the couples and then they like go off and try to find other pairings or like it's like basically a test to the relationships that they've built and it's like the the like climax of the season so I was like off in a corner, like while working and trying yeah. to be a professional, watching Love Island. And Maggie, who had never seen it before, was like, what you doing? <laughs> and then I just like explained the whole show to her. And she was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And then we both just kind of were like off in the corner Ignoring the event. (laughs) Like, ignoring the event and just, like, watching Love Island. And, like, she'd go off to do something and come back. And she'd be like, what's going on? And then I remember it ended on a cliffhanger. And we were both like, no! (laughs) I remember that. Yeah, that, that was that was hilarious. That that is like the epitome of working with Maggie is you think she's about to not in a bad way. You think she's going to like, you know, 
bring down the hammer and be like, get back to work. But then she's like, what are you watching? Can I join? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's hide in this corner and watch reality TV of like British, hot British people dating I re- each other. I actually think I, I made people watch um, Naked Attraction at work one time too. Yes. Because I was like... <laughs> Yes. I think it was you, Sophie. Yes. We we were like in a booth fully watching Naked yeah. Attraction, which is a dating show where people get naked. <laughs> um, and it was great. It was good. I yeah. love that memory. That's so cute. Yeah. Thank you, Jess. What? I love that. This is so cute, guys. I can't believe it. It's so nice. <laughs> okay, Sophie, what do you got? Okay, mine is like way more chaotic. <laughs> yes. oh, God. I'm so excited. Honestly, I can't. Like, I was literally like walking down the street this morning, like knowing that I was going to tell the story, and I was like laughing out loud to myself. But it's a pretty <laughs> recent story. But um, so, for context, Maggie and I's partner Graham, Maggie's partner Graham, and I. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like we're in a pro- yeah, That was weird. That was weird. That was weird. That was weird. Okay. Okay. No. Maggie has a partner named Graham. He's great, and we're all friends, good friends. And me and him have birthdays that are like one day after another so like since honestly since i think we were friends we've been like like celebrating our birthdays together and last year uh like a handful of us went to a cabin in the woods a cottage um and it was like graham's 30th birthday so we kind of went hard for it anyways our really good friend rachel who is like the most amazing baker made us these, both Graham and I, our own custom cakes that she surprised us, surprised us with. Mine, they were beautiful. Like mine was like oh, they were literally so RuPaul from RuPaul's Drag Race and like cupcakes with like each cupcake being like a different drag queen. The cake was literally RuPaul's face and like had like the icing was his hair. It was insane. Anyways. And the amazing. icing was peanut, peanut butter. And it was Oh so, my God. It was so, good. so fucking good. And then she made Graham because Graham is a big nerd um (laughs) and plays a lot of dota which i hear is a video game and Mm -hmm. he's like obsessed with dota so rachel made him this like extravagant dota themed cake with i guess different characters from dota i didn't really understand what it was no one no one understood it except for graham and he was really touched but everyone else is like yeah all right so (laughs) so like we're doing this like cake reveal and graham is just like in awe of this cake like he can't get enough of it he's like inspecting every inch of this cake and is like just like can't move he's so blown away by it because it was a really beautiful cake and I'm standing across the room from Graham and Maggie and I can see Maggie just in her face (laughs) (laughs) I could tell I could like sense I, I feel like maybe we know each other too well at this point but I'm like I know Maggie is so annoyed by how long he's taking <laughs> and just staring at this cake and not cutting it because he was like <laughs> he was taking such a photo shoot and like he was taking a photo shoot and he was like hovering around the cake with a knife but wouldn't cut it because he would just like <laughs> he would just like stop and just be like oh my god look at this part oh my god and like Maggie I could just see it I could feel it in your face that you just wanted a piece of the fucking cake <laughs> And it was an amazing cake when we finally got to eat it. But in my head, I'm just like, I know that Maggie is about to do something chaotic right now. Like, I can just tell that she's, like, about to make a decision that is so chaotic. I don't remember what is about to happen. You don't remember this? So as that thought enters my brain, all I see is you're, like, behind Graham, who is, like, hovering the cake with a knife. 
<laughs> I don't remember this at all. Oh my god, I remember that. Literally, you literally just karate chop his hand. <laughs> <laughs> and you push down the knife. You push down his like his hand. <laughs> I don't remember doing this. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. This is the funniest part about it. <laughs> <laughs> it was you know, so good. It was thing so about good. It is that it just went silent because no one, no, no one, we're all like fucking awe in awe, awestruck. No one, no one was expecting it. I remember Graham looked back at you and said, "What the fuck, Maggie." <laughs> Just, just Jess and I broke out in laughter. Like Jess and I were rolling on the ground, laughing so hard at the I fact that you really just karate chopped Graham's hand to cut the cake that you really wanted a piece of. It was like the greatest moment of my life because, like, I felt something coming, and I knew it was going to be chaotic, but I was not expecting that. <laughs> It, it was amazing. It was the greatest thing ever. It would literally be the equivalent of like if someone was getting married and they were taking pictures of them and their cake and you just <laughs> came and karate chopped. Karate ch- <laughs> That's true. It was like his birthday and I was just like, all right, let's get a move on. Yeah. And it was just Ooh. the epitome of us three, like Maggie doing something extremely chaotic and only me and Jess laughing at it. <laughs> oh my god everyone else we were like, like what the hell we were like dying of laughter but we were all, also just like yes thank yeah, we, you like no. we all wanted this fucking cake thank you maggie we were, we were like chop chop graham and then maggie <laughs> took it upon herself to chop chop oh my god i oh my god. i replay that moment in my head all the time it's so funny anyway <laughs> i honestly i don't even know if graham remembers that he's never brought that up there's a lot that happened in that week but mm. and yeah. that was the last night that and the next so morning awesome. we all had to leave so oh my god Whoo! that was great thank you <laughs> thank yes. you for that mem yeah. so we, we have happy birthday we have a wholesome mem and a chaotic mem, <laughs> yeah. which is the, the the essence of who you are all thank about you. balance yes happy mm-hmm. birthday our dear margaret thank Miss you so much gemini best sign yes <laughs> is it? no it's not i remember this because we were playing a game called Time's Up, where, like, you get a noun, you have to describe it, and Jess got the word, the movie Gemini Man. (laughs) And she's up there describing, she's like, absolute worst sign, worst possible sign you could have, and is, like, going off, and then it was Gemini Man. I was like, are you kidding me, Jess? (laughs) Yeah, your face, you were, like, offended. But the truth is... I'm a Leo. Leos fucking love Geminis because they are chaotic. Like, Gemini season, yeah. aside from Leo season, is my absolute fave. There's just something in the air. It's the beginning of summer. We're in the Shit's heat of it right crazy. now. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Love my gems. All right. So <laughs> that was our favorite Maggie memories. Thank you um, so much, guys. That was so sweet. Yeah, well, we love no you. Problem. So it's also nice for the audience to hear that we all are actually friends and like each other because yeah. things do get quite chaotic. Yeah, I feel like yes. a lot of people probably think 
we're we hate each other (laughs) (laughs) which is not true like i think we're just we're all we're all very different people and when it oddly when it comes to pop pop culture like have different opinions on like almost everything like sometimes we'll side with each other but it's like rare Mm -hmm. that the three of us are like on par with one thing usually it's usually me and jess against sophie yeah (laughs) (laughs) is that true yeah i feel like for actual opinions that's true but sometimes it's me and jess know something really obvious about pop culture and you have no idea what's going on exactly (laughs) that's that's 100 percent true like i'm i'm uh i'm in the dark with a lot of pop culture stuff that you have to like um often when we hang out i'll just say can you guys explain what's going on with like johnny depp and then you guys have to (laughs) walk me through it yeah thank you no problem yeah and that's the and then we're a part of the 70 millimeter discord where like everything is like about movies and pop culture. So naturally, that's where we're going to butt heads. But to the people, <laughs> A, join the 70 millimeter discord if you want to just talk and argue uh, with like mm-hmm. some amazing people. And B, um, we love each other. We do so love don't, each other. Don't you ever forget it. Did you have a um, B going into that or no? You're like, no. B, um, we love each I other. Actually, I actually like started strong and then forgot what I was saying. Like, well, I was I love saying it. it. I loved it. But okay. it's also typical us. We can't have a moment of dead air. We just got to keep talking, <laughs> even gotta... if it's nonsense. Never stop. <laughs> love it. Um, okay. So quickly, let's talk about our peaks of the week because I think a, a lot's happened. For me, I mm-hmm. it's been the past like week or so has been quite peaky. Um, Gemini peaky Gemini mm. season, as I said, you know, sun's out, guns out. Um, so Maggie, let's start with you. What was the peak of your week? So I was planning on saying the peak of my week was every moment that I wasn't watching The Ring, but then, <laughs> but then it was actually not that bad, and it actually was my peak because we all got to hang out with each other, and that hasn't yeah. happened in a really long time. So. Honestly, that yeah. was my peak. I also, I don't even know if I want to bring this up because I'm afraid, but I did watch Bo Burnham's Inside and I really <gasps> enjoyed it. <gasps> oh no. I know. I'm sorry for even bringing it up, but I, I no. 100% agree with all of Jess, all of your opinions that you said on Cinnanauts. Like, I don't think this special is like changing the world in any way, but I, I really enjoyed really? it. Um, and I like the music a lot. Your bravery right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> No, I think I think that's all good. I now that I once I had my like rant proper rant session on Synonauts, like I feel like I've been able to like marry condo it. I'm like I don't know why I'm holding such a har- <laughs> harsh opinion about this. I don't know why I'm like so worked up about it. And now mm. I'm just like yes, it makes sense that people think it's good, but <laughs> mm. I just wanted to talk some shit. That. No, honestly, and, and yeah. I actually didn't even think you were talking shit. Like, everything you were saying was true. And, like, yeah, I don't know. I agreed with everything you were saying. But I also was, like, I, I enjoy this and I think it's fun and funny. A hundred percent. I think that – I think those things can, like, exist as, like, two truths. And I think people, mm-hmm. sh- like, should be comfortable with that because it's, like, obviously not everybody's agreeing with everybody all the time. But it's like, yeah, you can like enjoy something and also be like, okay, like there's another kind of conversation about it. Anyways, right. I'm like, yeah. don't don't, no, no, don't no, reel I... me back in, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I 
I won't, but I completely agree. And that's something I've learned a lot in like the past year and a half, two years, yeah. is that like two things can exist at once. And like it could, there could be problems and issues with the way that people are reacting to a certain piece of content or yeah. piece of work. And that piece of work can also still be relevant to a lot of people's lives and experiences, exactly. but you're still allowed to like pick it apart, especially totally. if it's a white dude, you're allowed to pick yeah. it apart and like, I never actually examine what it's doing. I try to like check myself and not be like, if you like this, you are wrong and you are a bad person because I think that like is a very harmful like way to yeah, kind of totally. go about things. Um, it's just more so this is why I didn't like this. And like, this is something to consider. It's yeah. what I what yeah. I try to do. But again, I'm a Leo. So sometimes I just want everybody to agree with me and be right all the time. But we're learning. Yeah, yeah. But you also didn't you didn't say like anything like, oh, if you like this, you, yeah. you shouldn't like this or whatever. You didn't say anything like that. So totally. I, people can go listen to what we're talking about on uh, Boom's other podcasts, Synonauts with Ian and Catcher. They have a really lovely and open discussion about Yay. it. So Jess, I'll plug it for you since I know that's awkward to plug Thank your you, own my shit. angel. Um, mm-hmm. So Sophie, what was your peak of the week? Um, well, obviously, I was seeing you two, but that's been taken. Um, but Everyone's going to like feel like been... they have to say that now. But anyway. I know. <laughs> no, no, it truly was. Um, but my peak of the week is that I made a trip out to the suburbs. Ooh, nice. The suburbs of in the greater Toronto area. I went to um, actually my hometown that I grew up in. Uh, one of my like best childhood friends still lives there, and she has a pool with a barbecue Bless. and a backyard set up and it's like you know something we don't get here really in the city mm-hmm. <laughs> ever um so i went there hung out by the pool and just had like a very chill weekend stayed over so there amazing and i was like is that is this what i want in life now do i want to <laughs> just move out to the suburbs and just chill the fuck out and i was Maybe. like really questioning my decisions and then i got back into toronto and i'm like no, I can't leave. I'll I'm never sorry. leave you. <laughs> How much of you maintaining the friendship is influenced because she has a pool? <laughs> Entirely. <about the> pool. <laughs> we didn't even we didn't even talk when I was there. Yeah, <laughs> just like got in the pool. Just kidding. She's she's literally my oldest friend, mm. Jenna. So I uh, no, I love her, but just different lives. Just the suburbs are something else. I haven't been out in a while, but it, yeah. it was cool. Nice, nice. Yeah. How about you, Jess? Um, well, obviously hanging out with you guys and having <laughs> dinner and watching the ring. Amazing. <laughs> perfect. Um, but I have I don't know. I have a lot of peaks, but I would say probably watching In the Heights and just like falling in love with it Ooh, all right. over again. And like I'm sure yes. I think like I'll probably be talking about In the Heights on Synodots tomorrow because me and Ian have some stuff to hash out. But then, (laughs) so like watching the movie and just loving it, I watched it twice and then subsequently like biking around the city and like blasting it in my headphones as I, on this like beautiful sunny day. Um, And I was just like biking around thinking nobody knows how much of a nerd I am right now. Like they (laughs) probably are like, oh, she looks cool. Like she's probably listening to like, you know, Tupac or something. And, but Bonnie Bo- Bear. That's Bonnie what they Bear. Think. They're like, oh, she's probably listening to Bonnie Bear. <laughs> Bonnie Bear is for like nighttime biking, Sophie. <laughs> Father John missed <laughs> you. <Ew. laughs> 
Sorry, go But on, yeah, go on, no, that's on. my peak because it was just like falling in love with something like all over again and then also just being like super stoked for like the summer and outside time. Mm. So, How many times have you watched? I love that. Two times. I've been waiting for you to watch because like I think you're probably going to like fall into uh, fall down the rabbit hole like Absolutely. Like me. I, yeah. It's going to be like the only thing I listen to as soon as I watch yeah. it. So Love it. Great peak. So yeah, so those were the peaks of our weeks and I think it's now time to get into the main event, mm-hmm. which is The Ring. So this oh. came out in 2001. Directed by Gore Verbinski. He also did the Pirates of the Caribbean trilogy. Did you guys know that? No, I did oh, not. Oh, yeah, baby. Wild. Um, and it stars Naomi Watts and Martin Henderson, who I don't think besides this movie I've seen him in anything else ever. Um, no. And then the kid is played by David Dorfman. So, yeah. Sophie, why don't you tell us how re- um, Rent, how The Ring... <laughs> We're still on Rent. We're still on Rent. Um, how The Ring got burned into your brain, and then give us a little synops. I mean, I can't... I wish I remembered, like, the very first time I watched The Ring. I want to say it was, like, at a sleepover, though. Mm. Um, it was either at a sleepover, or maybe my dad was like, we should watch this movie together, even Andy. though I was, like, 10 years old. But. Classic Andy. <laughs> Um, you did a double feature Blair Witch and then The Ring yeah yeah (laughs) it was good Um, but I do remember just like the reason it's burned into my brain is I feel like there was a period of time in my life probably when I was like in my preteens so like 10 to 12 years old it was like the movie I would watch at like every sleepover Mm -hmm. I would go to because I would always suggest it to my friends they'd be like what movie should I watch and be like do you want to do the ring and like get really scared and like get spooked? But sick. You know, when you just like when you're young and you think you're like so cool if you can like watch a scary movie, but like you're actually traumatized. Oh, yeah. And I do think I was like slightly traumatized by it because there are some scenes in this movie that are like, first of all, when I was watching it, I'm like, I know every single still of this movie. Like I know every yeah. single thing that's going to happen. Like certain scenes, like obviously when she like, opens the closet door and sees her her daughter's face for the first time the horse jumping off the boat we um, need to break these individual scenes down later on we, by the way we do we do but those are some those are some i mean the dad dying in the bathtub too is like definitely burned in my brain anyways i think it was yeah just like one of those like movies that I watched again and again and again as a kid I think it was like intriguing to me because I felt I was cool that I could handle horror and like watch it with my friends who were spooked but I wasn't that spooked so um yeah so big big Mm. sleepover vibes I would say with this movie and I think Marcy who's also in the 70 millimeter discord said that um she used to watch or maybe she commented on our Instagram that she used to watch this a lot of yeah. sleepovers. Yeah. So maybe this was like everyone's like our age, like millennials intro Absolutely. to like oh yeah spooky this movies. This was definitely one that got wa- watched at sleepovers quite often. Um much to my despair. Yeah. Um okay. Should I should I do this? Let's do it. Yes. Let's get the synopsis. Okay. After her niece's sudden and mysterious death, Rachel, a fiery Seattle journalist, investigates a tape that is rumored to be the cause. 
When she travels to the cabin her niece and friend stayed at a week before their deaths, Rachel finds and watches a tape that can only be described as a 21-year-old's film bros short film. (laughs) (laughs) Immediately after watching... She gets a call on something I've been told is called a landline telephone (laughs) from someone warning her that she only has seven days left to live. With the the help of her loser ex-boyfriend and her son, who seems to be a depressed millennial living in an eight-year-old's body... Rachel must <laughs> Rachel must run against time and figure out how to save them all from a neglected horse girl living in an earth fridge, <laughs> aka a well, whose, <laughs> whose only wish is to not be forgotten through a medium that will for sure never die, the VHS tape. Wow. <laughs> Love it. Love oh. it. Hashtag Earth Fridges. Okay, so I know we all watched it together and it was super awkward because we like turned the movie off and like we had to like sit in silence because we had to save all of our thoughts <laughs> for, for the pod because we want this to be natural, yeah. and, you know, like we're discovering things together simultaneously on this recording. Um, but I guess I feel like I just want to start with like, what were your expectations going into this movie? Maggie specifically Mm because you had never seen it and then what were your what was the reality of what happened after you watched it okay so thank you for asking Um, I went in kind of expecting it to be like a lot more Samara coming out of the TV than what actually happened or Samara (laughs) sorry Um, also Mm -hmm. like when we were watching it I actually remembered that I had put on the ring before gotten to the part where they find the daughter in the closet and then been like actually you know what I don't think I can do this and we had to we turned it off when we watched something else yeah so I had seen up to that point and I remembered that being really scary but just because we were like watching it together it wasn't actually that scary when we all watched it together um and then after Mm -hmm. that initial scare the movie's about two hours that happens maybe like five to ten minutes in and then for the next hour and 45 minutes there's like not really that much scary stuff that happens it's kind of just like i don't know it's an intriguing story i wasn't expecting to be so interested yeah. in the story and like learning about samara's like life um so i was actually interested in the story and yeah. i wasn't expecting that at all i thought it was just can i be non-stop scary and then the last 15 minutes are scary again but it wasn't nearly as bad as i was expecting and i was way more interested in the story like i went to the wiki and was reading a bunch up on the plot and the characters, um, which I wasn't expecting to do. Yeah. And I mean, to that point, I was going to ask this maybe a little later, but like, to me, this movie didn't really feel like a horror movie watching it in 2021. Like it feels way more like, like a mystery kind of like thriller. Um, But what about, what do you think? Boom. Like, do you think it's more, do you, do you actually think this is a horror movie? I don't know. Like to me that that doesn't feel accurate. I think like I think with horror it's just it's a hard genre to tackle and I think when this came out in 2001 this kind of like became the bar um because I do remember this being like the most terrifying thing I had ever seen. But then again, Same. I was watching this when I was like 12 years old. Um, and I was a very scared child, still am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so I, I think this kind of held the bar for a while. 
Um, but now that's been surpassed in like what's happening now. Like we've seen a shift in horror and that and the way like these stories are being told with like Midsummer or Hereditary, um, The Witch, things like that. Um so I do think like in two thousand and one this was absolutely a terrifying horror movie, but I think in two thousand and twenty one it's like what you said, Sophie, a supernatural like m- murder mystery. Um, yeah. And and it was more fun than I was expecting because I, I was definitely traumatized by this movie. <laughs> it left a lot more up to the imagination. Like I was expecting to see more interaction with Samara and like people, but it was really kind of just like it was really suspenseful and then it cut off and then you would see the result later, but you didn't actually ever see like what actually went down. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was actually... A lot's implied. Yeah, a lot's implied. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, I watched Ringu, which is like the original Japanese version of it. Um, and it's a way... It's honestly like not scary at all. Like I would not say... Mm. Ring, like you two could probably watch it by yourself and like be okay. Um, oh, Wow. But it it has way more detail in the story. There's some differences with the with the with the two stories. Um, I feel like the the Japanese version is like way more supernatural, whereas uh, I don't know. I felt with this American version, I don't know if they were trying to like say something about like mental health mm. or like how people who are like or children who are forgotten and like I don't know, just like the stuff with like the mental institution too and like how they treated Samara there. I wasn't sure if they were actually trying to say that or if they were just like at that time, like people who were mentally ill were like more scary. I I I think they, I think Um, you're right because they were kind of making it seem like Naomi Watts, like was blaming the parents and not was like, I can't believe they treated Samara like this. Like that's why she was like this. Yeah. But it was weird because there's also like, there's, this like double edged sword with the story with the story because it's like her character development is like her being like oh my god how could they ever treat their kid like this but then on in hindsight she is also kind of totally like not doing the best to take care of her kid right. who's like oddly self-sufficient yeah um <laughs> yeah it was weird character development because it's like these two things are happening like simultaneously but she's still just like abandoning her child the whole time totally um but as for like commentary on mental health i think like yeah, yes I- but i don't know if it was like intentionally supposed to be as self-aware right. i think it just like reads that way now yeah Does that yeah and sense? i totally and like that could have gone really wrong when you're like not trying to say something in a film and then you accidentally like say something in a film like about mental health. But I actually don't think like they were saying like none of it seemed like none of it made me feel that bad about what they were trying to say. It wasn't like Joker level. Oh, don't, don't. Sorry. I can't. Triggered. I cannot get into that right now. Maybe one day, maybe Mm. one day, but that will be a very angry podcast. Um, (laughs) No, um, no, I do think like, I I think in the end, and I, I don't think I ever realized this growing up, is that like, exactly what you just said, Jess, is that there is parallels, but there are parallels between Rachel's story and Samara's mom's story. And like, I feel like part of like the whole investigation or like character development of Naomi Watts was for her to realize that she's been Mm -hmm. like neglecting her son. And 
that she like barely knew her son, but that was a weird ass relationship. I also don't understand the son. Does the son have powers? I think he's like mildly like clairvoyant or something. Because you know, he like, to he's know, in like touch. Samara never sleep. Yeah, he's, he yeah. seems very in he, touch. He's got a direct line to uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to the ghosties. Okay, can can we, can we just take this opportunity to talk about the sun? And yeah, I'm going to just like put a disclaimer out there that I think all children are beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I think they're boring. That <laughs> it's not. It's <laughs> <laughs> and I, I don't want to talk shit about a kid, but is this the creepiest kid in cinematic history? Well, he's not creepier than the kid from the Babadook, but I'd say it would go like one two on the scale. What? I, I don't think the kid in the Babadook is creepy. I feel like the Babadook is way creepier of a movie, but I didn't... Well, actually, I don't really remember that well. When the kid's, like, but screaming in the back of the... Sorry, Mel. When the kid's, like, <laughs> screaming in the back of the car, and it looks like his head's about to explode, explode. I'm like, this kid sucks. Oh, yeah. I don't know. There's just something about this kid, and I, I, I feel like eyes, maybe... His, his dead, eye, hollow eyes. He, he has a big head for a small body, <laughs> and it just, like... <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> I feel like we're 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 wandering near bad territory here. Yeah, I felt like his body was proportionate, but also I don't know. I didn't I didn't think that he was super creepy. I kept being like, what? oh my god, this kid! But like, I wasn't creeped out by the. I kid. thought it was perfect casting because he looks like he had his eyes were just like really intense and like he just played the role so well. Like I couldn't imagine any other kid playing the role like he looked like he does in fact talk to the dead no 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 totally and and that is that is in in itself creepy yeah and just the way he spoke like if a kid ever spoke to me like i don't know how i'd react i'd be like yeah you you have a demon yes like when he's like samara never sleeps (laughs) it's like why could why didn't naomi watts be like do you have anything more to share like what do you mean by that (laughs) like he wouldn't i i would try and talk to him about like pokemon or something and he'd be like have you seen the stock market lately (laughs) yeah his best friend was like a teenage girl who seemed like a typical teenage girl like what would they talk about or was he just creepy and she's like oh haha aiden typical aiden talking to the dead oh do you draw another picture of me dead Cute. Classic Aiden. (laughs) oh my god okay on the topic of creepy kids samara Mm. do we mm. think she's the villain <laughs> i think no. the mom like not naomi watts samara's mom is the villain anna morgan mm-hmm. i feel like they're 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 both the, the like the both parents are the villain yeah mm-hmm. they care more about their horses like samara's actually not a horse girl she's an anti-horse girl which i can get behind but <laughs> so many horses in this movie. The scene, the horse on the boat scene was, I think, that my was disturbing. favorite scene. Oh my god, Maggie! <laughs> it was just, Are you anti-horse oh this month? No, I'm not. You I'm want not, horse I'm not to actually. drown? No, no, no. It was just so. It was so wild Intense. and unexpected. Yeah, 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 no, like, I don't know if you noticed, Maggie, but like when you, you were watching that scene, like me and Sophie were like locked on you. Like we were just like, okay, what is she? And your face was hilarious. It was so shocking when they went to the back of the boat and they just see the blood come out. I kind of wanted to be like, well, what were you expecting? Like I was expecting yeah. maybe like pieces, like the blood alone. I was Ew. like, okay. 
Yeah, but Ew. I thought that scene was... So I guess is the idea that, like, Samara's spirit is now in Naomi Watts and, like, her even... Why did she even try to interact with that horse? Who knows? I think like, it's, like, is, more of a dark force that surrounds you. Like, you've watched yeah, the video, right, okay. and it's not so much you're being, like, inhabited by the spirit, but it's just, like, the like the force is there. Like, when Aiden It's go, haunting. Yeah. Um. Wait, yeah. so do we think Samara's the villain? We think her parents are the villain. Yeah, I'd yeah, but so. but also her. She seems she seems aggro. Like She's ag- aggro, aggro oh, yeah. and that she <laughs> hurts people and kind of wants to hurt pe- hurt people. It seems like from that video we saw of her. But I do think like they could have gone a different approach to try to address yeah. the issues than because she way knows they went. She knows nothing else. Like she kind of was like maybe born evil. I know that's like the conversation of the lifetime. Mm-hmm. Like were you born evil or was evilness thrust upon you? Maybe <laughs> that was for you. Um, but it's like she kind of like is inherently that way. But everybody just becomes afraid of her and like neglects her and is like kind of cruel to her instead of trying to kind of like embrace her and show her like different ways of life. Like they just abandon her. So it's like, obviously then she's just going to like harvest that evilness and like fuck shit up via videotape. Yes. And like, also they like even- lock her in a barn. Yeah. And then they're like pissed off mm-hmm. that all the horses like drown themselves but it's like well that's your own fault because you locked her in the barn with the horses and then she couldn't sleep so she made she put images it was like totally the parents fault that the horses died and that seemed Mm -hmm. to be what they cared about way more than their actual daughter yeah and even Mm -hmm. the origin of samara i would love to know more about because i was kind of confused about how she was was their actual biological daughter or if she was actually adopted she was adopted. She, but but it kind of. But then you saw on like her birth certificate. I don't know, but yeah, it just seemed. I would love to know more, and I actually would be interested in watching the sequels to this, which is saying something <gasps> mm. because I thought the story was pretty intriguing. Um, yeah, I feel like if you, I, I, what I've heard from the sequels is that they're not amazing, but maybe it'll give you more insight into like who Samara There's is. There's one scene that stuck, like from the second film that's like burned into my brain but i like forget every other aspect of it what when they're at the when they're no i don't i can't spoil it oh okay 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 sorry i thought we were still talking about the ring not the oh sequels. no sorry um okay i have a i have a question if you were rachel mm. and i i honestly don't even know what my answer to this is gonna be so i'm gonna let you guys go first if you were rachel would you have watched the tape? No. Like if you had heard from Certainly Adam not. Brody, my number one crush as a teenager, Adam Brody saying they were killed by, because of a tape. And he heard these like rumors from like high school students yeah. about this tape. Would you watch it? No. Objectively. No. And I also think like if she had just destroyed the tape then and there, then like it would have been over. Uh, but no, I, I definitely wouldn't have. No, especially not it wouldn't setting. have been over. It's not destroying the tape. Like, if anything... Yeah, I don't know what would have like, happened, but if she never watched it, if she just found I the tape, destroying the tape would make her more aggro. Mm, true. But I'm not too sure. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. my answer is, no, I would not watch the tape. Especially not in that setting. But, like, that is some white people shit. Like, <laughs> no, you're in like, a cabin I, alone. No. 
but the white the, the tape kind of seems to me i feel like there's all like growing up there's these like ghost story type things like yeah. if you go into the mirror and say like bloody mary bloody mm. mary bloody mary three times she'll like appear out of the the I have a story and, like, kill and then I would whatever. never do that if someone tells me that and it's like well that's something I'll never do you didn't do that I did that all the time as a kid okay like, I that actually was like- <laughs> I have a story about that oh so okay. just circling back to me being a terrifying kid child terrified child in grade one the bloody mary story was like circulating like during recess I guess and <laughs> classic recess <laughs> and somebody told me the bloody mary story and i could not sleep and i was like up at night like having night terrors and like screaming and crying so my mom donna oh, no. being the woman that she is went to school went to school and was like why the fuck are the kids sharing ghost stories <laughs> like she's like my daughter is shitting her pants like on that. the daily so then the teacher took us all during class. We went into the, because of me, we went into the bathroom, turned off the lights and all held hands and had to do Bloody Mary. Are you so kidding she could be me? Like, so she could be like, see, like, this is not real. And I cried Shut up. That the is how, whole That is time. how the teacher that dealt with that is, situation? Yes. That teacher should be fired. That's, right? That teacher's going to take a traumatized child and then... <laughs> go do the exact thing that they were traumatized and, ma- and then she made you do it in the dark that's yeah she ma- we turned no. off the lights we all had to hold hands i was literally <gasps> cr- like snot crying the whole fucking time and <gasps> i was the reason that they had to do that and then she looked at you she- and said this is because yeah. of you this is because <laughs> of you also this was like the the like the 90s so like i think the teacher thought this was like oh we're going right. to help her get over her fears oh, but God. it's 2021 and we're like no that is like literal trauma like literally also, traumatizing also like not saying it's real but what are th- in the slim chances that it was real and like <laughs> Mary- that's what i'm saying like <laughs> imagine just taking out the whole fucking class like that so so you wild. did it all the time? Like, were you, like, hoping it would one time work? No. I don't know. As a kid, it's such a weird fucking feeling where you're just like, I want to be scared. Like, I, yeah. I want to be, like, really freaked out. Like, I remember having that, like, feeling a lot growing up. And that's why I think yeah. I liked movies that kind of, like, scared me. Like, mm-hmm. I loved, 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 like, Spirited Away. But I think I loved it because there were so many scenes in Spirited Away that scared me. Like, mm-hmm. I had this, like, intriguing, also loved roller coasters. I would go on so many roller coasters coasters yeah. all the time like i just like i don't know i guess i it's the thrill of it mm. and i would always be that person at like a sleepover or whatever who'd be like i'll go do it <laughs> i would do it but i don't know i i think i would watch i think i would watch the tape oh my you crazy andy what have you done <laughs> i would like with all the information that rachel was presented with yeah i think i would i, I think i would have well, done it I it makes it I makes thought, sense. like it's whatever it makes sense that she did it. Like, just like the Bloody Mary thing. It's like that intrigue. She's also an investigative journalist. Like, mm. it makes yeah. sense. But for me, like, I am definitely the one. Like, I'm not going towards the sounds. I'm not, like, watching no totally. tapes. Like, I'm running my ass. Like, I have contingency plans for hauntings, break-ins, <laughs> all of the above. Oh, absolutely, with break-ins. Yeah. Okay, I want to discuss something about the in um it was a scene that i felt was so unnecessary but it was such a good example about how women just have to like grin and bear it and please men like when wait by the end do you mean like the cabin the cabin 
Yeah, yeah. When uh, the guy's like doing the card trick. Oh <laughs> and fuck! It was I. I truly don't yes. understand why that scene was in. But Naomi Watts pulls a card, looks at it, has to give it back, and he's trying to do this card while she's checking into her room. This card trick, and he kept keeps saying, "Is this your card? Is this your card?" And eventually, even though it's not her card, she just goes. Yeah, that is my card. And then goes into the room. I was like, yeah. what was the point of this scene? But like, I I feel you, Naomi. Like, yeah, I get it. The amount yeah. of times. Yeah. The amount of times you just have to be like, oh, yeah, this video game is really cool. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Sounds really cool. You're so good at magic. Although I do think the card that he pulls out that is her card is a seven. Oh, wait, no, <gasps> something. But is it? He never yeah. gets her actual card. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Or no, she pretends. She that pretends it was. that it was. But I don't. Oh, okay. I don't remember what the actual number was. Yeah. Well, the one sh- she pulls was a nine, and then yeah, I think it was the nine of hearts. Like I a, think. Yeah. Anyways. And I think the one he pulled that she said was hers was actually a jack. But I don't know. And maybe this there is was... what this loser wanted. He wanted <laughs> us wasting our time talking Ew. about his fucking magic <laughs> trick. <laughs> 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 yeah oh my god um i think those are all the questions i have do, do you have any like other thoughts that you want to get to before we close it out yeah well okay the first thing i want to ask is like clearly so the dad like samara's dad is still alive i don't know how old they were like when they adopted her or like got her so i don't know like when this was exactly but in all like the videos or, like, the flashbacks, Anna, like, the mom, is dressed in, like, um, like, old English clothing. Like, I don't know what the what the term yeah, is. Yeah, the timeline. Right. The, Interesting. Yeah. Like, what's the timeline? Because, like, why is oh. she dressed like that? Damn. Like, she's got, like, a full-on, like, bodice. Yeah. Maggie does the math Maggie segment. does the math. I didn't Maggie. do the math, though, this time. But... <laughs> Uh, I don't know, it but you're right. It seems pretty recent, though. Didn't it all I, seem like it happened like within probably well, yeah. the past couple decades? I think it was like 20 yeah. years ago. Because they talk to like the ther- they She talks to like the child psychiatrist that's like on the island, and like she's still alive and like remembers everything. So I'm just True. like, I'm just like the clothing and like the timeline just aren't right. adding up. But yeah, I'm just you're gonna like, have to you you got to do the math. I will do the math. Yeah. Um, Maybe and I'll have it ready for just, next step into that like gothic aesthetic mm. <laughs> or maybe that was Which like I'm, I'm here for pictures from a specific festival that they were having on the island <laughs> who knows a horse festival, a yeah. horse festival. <laughs> of course i love the when they're like when she's like figuring out who it is in that picture of like everybody and they're all just dressed in normal clothes and then like and Anna's in all black just, like, in all black <laughs> and you're like i wonder which one it is <laughs> i have to say i was so shocked and I feel like it was obvious, but at the reveal that Noah was, in fact, um, Aiden's dad. <laughs> I was floored. Oh my God. I was so floored. I, I think I just, like, have seen this movie so many times that I literally kind of, like, forgot that that was a twist. But it's actually a really good it twist was a because good it twist. doesn't come in. There's, like, two really strong twists in this movie. I think one of them is when they reveal Noah and just, like... The way it happens, it didn't feel cheesy yeah, when she no, was like, not at all. Our son. Your son. Um, I was really shocked. And, yeah. And then the other twist I really like is when you think everything's wrapped up and like Naomi Watts, like, you know, gives Samara a hug in the earth fridge in the well. <laughs> um, 
And then you think like everything's good because all she needed is like motherly love, I guess. Um, because Naomi Watts didn't die. Um, I like the twist that it's actually not over. And the reason that like Naomi was allowed to live was because she made a copy of the tape and showed Um, it to someone. Cause I get the idea. You don't just have to make a copy. You also have to show it. Cause it ends with Aiden saying, well, what's going to happen to the person that we showed this to? Yeah. But honestly, that like, I like that ending, but then also it's kind of boring because like all they need to do is be like, Hey, do you want to watch this freaky tape? And then just make a copy of it. It's cool. It kind of loses its freakiness. But also, but you have to continue it, though. But I will say the, the, so the, the tape, the, the actual, like, short film that you watch or whatever in Ringu was not scary at all. Like, okay. it was, I was oh. not freaked out. But the one in on the American one is fucking terrifying. It's, it's like, terrifying. terrifying. It's unnerving. It really does. Yeah. Yeah. It the feels nail. like someone's nightmare. Ugh. Yeah. The nail. Don't and like then the me- uh, I just, as much as I've been watching this, uh, or like I have seen this, the part when like it's the picture or like the shot of all the maggots, but if you look closely, mm. it's actually like people. Yeah. Oh. It, yeah. Yeah. It turns into people. Like there is a shot of maggots and then it like switches, it like cuts to like just people, I guess, like in a squirming sw- around. Oh. Squirming around. Don't. It's really fucking weird. But. I, yeah. I love. I actually really love the tape in the American version because it's terrifying. It's very yeah. creepy. No, if I yeah. watch that tape and someone called me on a landline, is that what they're called? Um, yeah. <laughs> I would be be convinced I was going to die. Like, although yeah, sure. I will, it is kind of. I like the way that they play it out, though, because it's just like obviously, like she is. She still has her doubts, and then it like grows and grows. Like it's not like she's. Like I think it, they do it a, in a, a smart way, kind similar mm-hmm. to like Bloody Mary, where you're just like, I definitely don't believe that this is real, mm-hmm. but like yeah. it could be. Like even yeah, yeah, on totally, even like the opening sequence with like Amber Tamblyn, she's like having a sleepover with her friend, but she's like low key terrified, but like trying to act normal. Yeah, totally. But okay, with the friend, the friend was I guess institutionalized after. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think what, like, so I don't know. I don't think the friend, like, saw the video. But what I'm getting is that, like, if you're in vicinity of, like, someone who's, like, seen the video or, like, maybe see, maybe she saw Samara, like, when, when, what's her name died, like, her friend died. And then that just, like, fucked her up. Yeah. Maybe that's Mm. what, like, the kid has, too. I don't know. It wasn't super clear, but... I think they and were just she, trying to make the story like super simple and I think they almost oversimplified it yeah. in a way mm-hmm. that there's like a lot of unanswerable questions but and even the, I think they yeah. ma- had to make it so that she was not able to answer all of the questions because that would have just made it too easy for Naomi Watts. Yeah. Yeah. Um oh true. So why do you think at the end when Naomi sorry I should just call her Rachel but I can call her Naomi Watts. Uh <laughs> when Rachel is Goes to Noah's, discovers that he's been um, murdered, and then she goes to leave, and she sees his new girlfriend going up, but she doesn't say, like... She doesn't say anything. I know. Why she doesn't she say, want don't go up there? She, because if she saw her, like, running, he'd she'd probably think that she killed him. Like, I know it's, like, obviously grotesque, oh. and, like, how, like, why would he look like that? But it's just, like... She was literally like fleeing a murder scene. Right. True. Or yeah. True. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I thought she was just being salty. Like, Same. I yeah. thought she was being salty too. I was like, 
dude, this is bigger than you. Like, <laughs> you need to tell her not to go up there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have one more thing. How did she survive the fall into the well? And not, I mean, the earth, oh, earth It seems like her body gets fucking knocked around. Yeah. And then and she's totally fine. She's fucking resilient. She's totally fine. And I then Noah's, like, trying to see if she's okay. And she's taking so long to tell him. Just like, oh say God. I'm here. Just say, like, don't worry. Yeah. I'm here. I'm alive. Yeah. That drove me nuts. Like, he's like, Rachel, Rachel. She's just, like, holding this fucking skeleton. Mm. I'm like, just, like, give him a line. Like, just could anything. you, could anyone survive a dive down a well? Could you successfully dive down a well? But also, like, she was able to to stand down there it seems so it's not like there was oh, that yeah, deep no. water it's very shallow deck. yeah i have to assume there were some supernatural powers that made her Guiding. survive that fall 100 yeah. yeah. definitely this as a rewatch not as scary as i remember it being but the mere thought of like falling down a dark well oh, that you're terrifying. like stuck with like a dead ghost body like no oh, I yeah. like I would literally just stop it like live I would pass away in that moment like that, the that well is was terrifying. the the scare the scariest part for me was uh, in the well yeah yeah oh yeah and the hair and- mm. <sighs> also oh god the scene where she pulls the hair out of her. Oh. oh my god that, that was, is burned into my brain that's bad yeah. don't like that that was good all. though that was good like what i yeah. think this movie does really well is that like i don't know so many horror movies just like rely on like really cheap like Jump body scares. horror moments and like it doesn't do moments that. to like it doesn't do that it does like these like you feel uncomfortable throughout the entire movie totally and it's because i think of like the mystery and the intrigue and the story but also that there's like sporadically these these moments that are super uncomfortable like when she's pulling the the hair and like the thing out of her out of her mouth and like when the the horse jumps off the boat those are all like they're not like typical spooky things to happen in horror and they're not like super Mm -hmm. gory but they're like terrifying like when you saw that horse like drowning your whole body yeah was like clenched because you're just like oh my god i can picture this happening it just like contributes to this like really terrifying like atmosphere that like it does a really good job at like building tension and like keeping you at the edge of your seat for sure Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Even having I seen fucking, it, like, I love a this movie. <laughs> oh. I love this movie. I'll just say, say it, it right loud, now. I, say it proud. It is, I think, one of my favorite horror movies. A lot of it is nostalgia, but like, I, I just, I just love it. Yeah, I'd say so. I'm glad we got to talk about it together. Yeah, me too. Good, great pick, Sophs. Great pick. Thank I'm you. glad I I'm, finally watched yeah. it. And again, yeah. I thought the story was actually surprisingly good for a horror movie, and yeah. I enjoyed it. I I'm hope you guys you. can sleep soon. I know you haven't been sleeping super well because, yeah. because of this movie, but... Samara never sleeps and neither do we. Listen, <laughs> we stand with her. Um, yeah. All right. Should we get into our awards? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's so do first up is the Hag Award. I think it's obvious. <laughs> is it? I is feel it? like there's like lots. Oh, no. that's not who I was thinking of at all. Was it going to be Samara? I was thinking <laughs> Samara. I, I was thinking Becca. Oh, Becca. good. Becca's the a friend. friend. Oh, oh my god, like the friend who on? survives. Yeah, she's haggy as fuck. She is haggy. She's like sure. haggy. Fr- she's haggy from Jump, and then just gets progressively haggier. Or what about that's Adam true, Brody? 
out of no, no, no. <laughs> no oh. boys allowed. Yeah. No boys allowed. Um, but Adam Brody, oh my god, I want to rewatch the OC. He was like my everything. Yes, as a teen, as a high schooler. Okay, I'm just gonna say my reason for Naomi Watts. Well, first of all, she's like like the character we definitely get exposed to the most. But she also is just like I don't know, brave. She doesn't actually do anything particularly haggy, although holding the skeleton in the well and just haggy as fuck. That was very haggy. And, like, being kind of down to chill in the well, or, sorry, again, the natural earth f- uh, fridge. Um, <laughs> th- th- just, like, her, she was kind of chill about being in the well. Watching watching the tape in and of itself that was Haggy. Yeah. 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 I, okay. I, I, I actually really loved, I know we didn't really talk about it, but I loved Naomi Watts in this. Like, there was... Yeah. Sometimes oh, yeah. where I'm like, I, I don't know if, like, her acting is amazing right now because she's still getting used to, like, an American accent. And there was points where I'm like, is it going to pop out her accent? But um, I loved her in this. I thought she she yeah. looked beautiful. Like she stunning. Like, she looked her amazing. hair With in this. All like that lip liner. Ed, that lip liner <laughs> that it was so like early 2000s like makeup. But like she was fucking yeah. working it. No. Um, and yeah, I, I, I think she's a strong contender for Hag. Okay. I think that's I agree. Like Maggie, you sold us. So but I like it's Becca also your as well. birthday. Oh yes, okay. Yeah, it's also your birthday, so I guess you get an automatic win. But I do yeah. think Samara is like pretty hag. Pretty well, hag. Like she's literally cursing she's, people in a videotape. She's OG yeah. hag though. She's not yeah. really our definition of a hag. Because she's not really True. down to hang. Which <laughs> wait, is that is that is that a criteria? Down to hang? Um for me, like hang yeah. out with criteria is whatever we want it to be. It's kind of like, would she be our friend? Like, probably not. Oh, I, yeah, mean, Samara, I, I could hang with Samara. She she loves movies and <laughs> likes to curse yeah. people. I think that's mm-hmm. cool. She'd be, I feel like, an annoying movie watcher, though. Like, yeah. she would like think her opinion is everything. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And just like or watch she, weird ass movies, or she'd be like, "If I were to make this, like I would have done this instead." Like, like I would have put way more fingers stabbing <laughs> into nails. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, let's go with let's let's go with Rachel. I feel I feel good about that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um. Okay, so our next category is who would you recast in? Oh my god, the roles in I want twenty twenty one. I feel I like we're going to have I, a similar... I think we might have the same answer, but I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Oh, okay. So maybe not. I went, I went first with Rent, so I want you two to go first with this one. Okay, Maggie. You Maggie, go. go. I've only recasted Rachel because, again, there just weren't that many characters in it, but I would recast Rachel as Lupita. <gasps> yes. That was my original thinking. I was thinking that. I'd I love it. Love that so much. Like, I think she would ac- absolutely kill it because mm-hmm. Lupita is amazing. Yeah, I want to see more. Like, I want to see Lupita and more like thriller stuff. Yeah, she was so good in. She us. was so good. She in was us. amazing. So in us. fucking good. Yeah, both of her. How about um, you, Jess? Both. <laughs> okay, so I went a different route, and this is gonna piss Sophie off. But, <gasps> oh. but I would cast Rachel as Jennifer Lawrence. <gasps> oh my god! I know. I know you hate it so much, but this is my reasoning. I think that like. 
okay, so I think Lupita would, like, do such a good job of, like, living in that role and, like, ki- absolutely killing it. And I think J-Law J- would just, like, act the fuck out of it. And it would be, like, so ridiculous and over the top to the point that it was, like, st- like you're laughing at it, not with it, but, like, still enjoying it, it thoroughly. No, I, I it oh. would be a different movie. It would be, like, more of, like, a campy horror yeah. thing. Not yeah. campy, but, like, it would feel that way. I agree. Yeah. And, like, everything, Sophie, you were saying about how, like, Naomi Watts did such a good job of, like, not making it cheesy. With Jennifer Lawrence, like, it would be cheesy. Yeah. She'd be like, your yeah. son. <laughs> <laughs> or, sorry, our son. <laughs> And it's PETA yeah. on the other line. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> that would have been, that would be amazing. Make Lupita, Jennifer Lawrence, Rachel, Lupita's oh. Noah. Oh my God. No, she meant PETA. I said, but um, yeah, Sophie, you don't understand. Oh, you don't so know, clear. <laughs> What's okay, PETA? Need- Do you oh, think I was just calling oh. Lupita PETA? <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's not out of question. Yes, it it's is. literally part the of the context of Jennifer Lawrence. I guess, I yeah, but it's also Josh like, Hutchison. The, a big part of Lupita's name is Peta, so that would be a normal nickname to give Lupita. But anything, I was just coining it, tossing it out, seeing how it went, and actually it worked. You immediately were you were on board with it. No, but Peta is the like male protagonist from Hunger Games. Oh, boring. <sighs> Um, okay, but I would Listen. be into Lupita and Naomi, or sorry, the Jennifer Lawrence Lupita. That yeah. would be, yeah, I love it. Um, my recast. So with Rent, I went for like a Gen Z Avengers assembly thing. Um, this time I went, I wanted to assemble the Koreans, Ooh. the Korean actors. <gasps> out there so just get this oh i'm excited i'm really i'm really excited about this and i actually low-key maybe i'll pitch it to someone maybe i'll (laughs) I'll find someone i can pitch hello warner brothers "Mm." (laughs) hello rich people (laughs) um call the bobs okay yeah call the bobs rachel sandra O. oh yeah yes she she killed it in killing eve she could do thrillers yeah she would be so fucking good she's canadian Love it. Yes. Her kid, Alan Kim. He no. wouldn't be creepy. He'd be cute as fuck. But how cute would that be? Alan Kim as Sandra O's as Sandra O's uh, kid. And then Noah, Steven Yun. Oh, isn't that the one you're obsessed with? Yeah. Why am I not getting any reaction out of this? Why well, I had you to look said up the Steven kid. Yun and I just passed away. He's well, so I was thinking <laughs> I was thinking of Simu um for Simu. Yeah. No, he's not Korean. He he's plays not Korean? Korean. No, no, no. Wow. He's I Chinese. feel I'm embarrassed for even saying that. I want to cuddle with Simu. No, but I mean, he, he plays a Korean and Kim's mm. convenient. So you're not far off. But I feel like that'd be cool as fuck. All of them that are really good actors but and you can think, pull it off. Do you think that Steven Yun would be able to play an unlikable character like Noah? Yeah. True. He plays, well, like, he, yeah, in Minari, kind of, he's kind of unlikable. In Minari and in Mayhem, he's also like he's like likable and likable character in Mayhem, which people should watch. Yeah. It's on Shutter. Um, and he's so hot. Oh my god, he's um, so fucking hot. Um, I think I think he could do it. I think I think with the right direction, he could do it. And also, yeah. apparently, the, uh, 
the producers of this movie before they gave it to the director who ended up directing it. What's his name? Gore. Gore. Verbinski. They pitched it to David Lynch and he said no. So I want my oh, my God. Korean cast directed by David Lynch to make it really fucking weird. But that cool. Would be so weird. I, Sophie, I love this. I hope that this gets made. Thank you. I think I should be You a, can be like in a it. movie. You're a Samara. Oh, I could <laughs> I, <laughs> I could be No, I wouldn't be Samara. Who would I be? You could Maybe be, the, be mom. the horse. Oh, the horse. <laughs> Or you could be the innkeeper, and instead you approach Steven and you do a card trick for him. You get it wrong. You make him tell you, yeah, that's my card. But, like, I'd be, like, super cheesy, like, Job in Arrested Development and, like, (laughs) (laughs) doing, like, insane, insane tricks. Yeah, I love that. So those were our categories, um, and that was our discussion on The Ring. So now we are going to move over to voicemails which i believe we have one we have a couple we actually we have a couple it's 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 so weird we've made it oh. we actually we we've made it <laughs> and we actually had bro adam brody himself <gasps> oh, oh yeah oh my god he won't and leave us alone adam he god won't, <laughs> he won't leave us alone and he just wanted to send a clip of like he he just wanted to read a line from from his from from <laughs> his role so in this excited. movie, so let's hear it, Adam. Here he is. Supposedly, he killed himself. <laughs> the light gate died. That was Adam Brody himself. Oh my god! Is oh, it? Thank you so much, Adam Brody. Is it Christmas? Is it my birthday? Because <laughs> that was amazing. It felt so real. Thank you so much, Adam Brody, for sending that in. We love to hear Thank it, you, Adam. <laughs> Thanks, Adam. Please, Adam, please call in more. We we, yeah. we want to hear from you. Um, Can you play it one more time, please? I just want to relay. I actually haven't listened to this. I, yet, so I just want to relay. Okay, this. okay, okay. Ready for Adam? Mm-hmm. Adam, mm-hmm. this is your time. Supposedly, he killed himself. <laughs> that I gave he died. <laughs> We have one more voicemail. Also, if you want to send us voicemails, um, you can do so. Just send us like a voice note in an email to filmhags at gmail.com. What's up, Film Hags? It's Wes. <laughs> so Wes. excited that we can finally leave some voicemails. Amazing news. I thought I'd give my first voicemail over to a little story which I feel is on theme given this week's pick. So when I was younger, <laughs> I used to stay at my grand's quite a lot. Her and I were very, very close. She was really religious. She was really spiritual. She loved tarot cards. I mean, now now that I think about it, actually, she had pretty big hag energy. I feel like we'd log on with her really well. But I was staying at hers one night when I was about eight or nine, and I was at the bottom of the stairs, and I was about to go up to bed, and I saw something at the top of the stairs. And I looked up and I looked a bit closer and standing at the top of the stairs in the dark was a little girl with pigtails in her hair and she was wearing a yellow dress. So I shouted on my gran and was like, Gran, Gran, I think I think I just saw someone at the top of the stairs. (laughs) And she said, was it a little girl? And I said, yeah, like, how did you know that? And she said, was she wearing a yellow dress? I said, yeah, she, she was. My grand's like, oh yeah, she, we see her about from time to time. 
I mean, I'm not sure where else to go with that story, but I'll leave it with what? you all and ask you the question. Have you got any great ghost stories that you can share with everyone? That's not a great story. Anyway, amazing pick this week, Sophs. <laughs> Love the pod. Can't wait for another episode. Love you all. See ya. Oh. Okay, wow. we love you too, but I, I feel, kind of hate you I feel right equally now. like so happy to hear this voicemail from you. Thank you so much for sending it. But also, oh my God, that is terrifying. And your grand's response oh to God. it. Oh, I would be like, Grandma, oh, yeah. let's, let's, <laughs> let's sit down and talk about this. We need this. to unpack you can't just this. be like, oh yeah, that that, is... that's the girl in, in the yellow dress that I see sometimes. No. Like, let's unpack that. <laughs> that is... <laughs> Peggy AF your, like she's just like yeah that's like my friend that just your grand is the like, fifth hag oh yeah. let's get your grand on the pod Ooh. I love the Scottish accent that that was that's a terrifying story I have full body chills I hate yeah, it yeah yeah I know me it's too. also such a cliffhanger like we'll never know. know we'll never know who that girl in the r- yellow dress is she's Do probably you, nice also like West like was was scared like after that like I would never no, I would have slept never. outside like I would not step foot in that house. <laughs> do you guys do you have any supernatural supernatural experiences that you'd like to share? Mm, I honestly huh? I don't, but I don't know if it's because I generally just like don't really believe in that kind of stuff and like mm. um I think I mean no offense to people who like believe in ghosts because like sometimes I feel like I might but like. I feel a lot of it is like psychological and like you can convince yourself that you're seeing things that aren't really there. So I think just my whole life, I've never really had a mentality that I believe in that kind of stuff. So I just don't get, I I, I guess I'm not seeing things that maybe I would see if I did believe in it, you know? I agree. I feel like Mm -hmm. I logic myself, like if I see something weird, I just think like, oh no, this is just happening because like xyz i never even like entertained the fact but i did do a lot of ouija boards when i was sorry how did you just say that word ouija Ouija. but i guess it's it's ouija i don't know why we always called the ouija board but yeah ouija boards i used to do it all the time in high school with my friends too we would like go to a graveyard and like do them Oh, that's uh, fucked up and it used to always predict no it used to predict my death on june 21st on my like when I was 21 years old. Um, but I'm still it, alive. I mean, people would, everyone would push their yeah, fingers exa- exactly. towards. So it was like, people were just like, <laughs> yeah. fuck you, Maggie. Yeah. <laughs> but at the time, no, it, I don't, it sounds, it, it feels spooky. I used yeah. to do a lot of Ouija boards and like homemade ones. We used to no. like, exactly. It was always to, homemade. It was always homemade. Like we used to get cap. post-it note uh, or we did wine glasses. Like we would like, Oh, flip a wine glass on on its uh so that the like um the head of it was rim. the rim of it was on the table and everyone would put a finger on like the bottom of the stem and we would just like obviously all be mm. subconsciously yeah. pushing it around um but yeah super hack we did okay i would not fuck with ouija boards like that is just like a hell no from me <laughs> because especially in a graveyard it's like a don't do I have an A and B for this one. A, don't do Ouija boards. B, don't do them in a graveyard. <laughs> you are opening yourself up to just like lots of shit right there, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, but we never, so I never did Ouija boards, but we did like makeshift seances like at 
sleepovers. And I remember one time I was like sleeping over with my friends, Marlene and Brittany, and we like had like candles set up and we're doing a seance and like we had our eyes open. And then we just like heard like this like gasp and then like the the candle went <gasps> and we were like creepy fucking terrified and then i stayed like i couldn't sleep that night like they slept fine and i was just like lying awake being like did we just encounter a fucking ghost like what was that that is terrifying and it was terrifying it, it yeah. was probably I thought, a breeze I ask Brittany if she remembers that. <laughs> um it was not a breeze. The windows weren't open. Or were they? I don't... Okay, I'm going to talk to... I'm going to ask my friend Brittany and, like, see what she remembers because it was, like, we were shook. Like, I almost died. I feel like, like Sophie... From being so scared. You have the energy of the first person killed in a horror movie of, like, everyone's, like, Because I'm Asian? It- <laughs> yeah. Oh! Exactly. No, no, no. Obviously not. No, because, like, in the horror movie, it's always the person that's, like, ha ha, guys. Yeah, right. Like that's like so not afraid yeah, that they get true. killed first, and then that's also true, because true, you're true. Asian, but no, not because of that. <laughs> not at all that. I don't know what I would. I don't know what I would do if I like saw a ghost. But I'm like constantly preparing myself to see one because I guess I believe in them. Like it's not something that I like have a solid belief in. But like when I go to bed and I kind of like spook myself out, I'm just like tonight's the night I'm gonna see a ghost and like you just need to be okay with that. Also like ghosts um, like if they are real, I refuse to believe that all of them would be like angry ghosts. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like most of them no. would be chill and they're just but like just, looking for friends. It just opens up so many questions totally. then though like it's a spiral because it's just like how did you get here what are you doing here like yeah. a, does that mean i'm gonna be a ghost can <laughs> ghosts eat because like i don't want to exist and like not be able to experience food so like it's just it's just terrifying on all i would all hope levels. if you're a ghost you could eat like unlimited amount yeah. like and without yeah. feeling sick or like bloated or whatever like you could just keep going because mm-hmm. what is yeah. what is the point of life if that yeah. that doesn't happen when we're a ghost because also yeah. I feel like if if I were to wake up in the night and there would be a human in my room, I think like best <gasps> case scenario, it's a ghost. Right? Like I Wait, would what rather do you, mean? you just said they're a human. So, or if I were to see yeah, well, someone are, in my well, room, like I think I would rather they be a ghost than an actual person. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Well, that's the thing is, like, yeah. sometimes I, I don't get scared at, like, horror movies that are, like, supernatural because I, I'm really, really good at, like, compartmentalizing and, like, knowing that, like, this is fake and and sh- shaking myself off of, like, any spooky things being, like, you know, this isn't real. But if there's a movie about, like, an actual intruder or, like, a dude who, like you know sexually assaults women and like breaks into their houses like that kind of shit i'm like yeah i can't watch that because i live alone in toronto and like i'm way more afraid of that than a ghost sitting at the end of my bed Mm -hmm. yeah i am oddly the opposite and i don't know why like i'm definitely afraid of intruders but and like shit like that but like watching like murder like uh slasher movies has like never really scared me because for some reason i just feel like i could manage like an intruder better than being able to like manage myself if i encountered a a ghost like i have a ham i also live on my own like i have a hammer on my bedside table like i will (laughs) knock you the fuck 
yeah. out if you step to mm. me, but it's like you can't hammer a ghost. You could try. You, know? you can't. We don't know. Well, I don't, we don't want know to. what and you can, can any... and can't do with a ghost. Mm. Maybe you could. You're you're right. And if there are any ghosts like listening to this right now, like <laughs> I do not want to hammer you. Like I come in peace. Like we can chill, but maybe just like daytime visitations, please, because I already have a hard enough time sleeping. So <laughs> I just think like we we'll just like ease into it. Like maybe a casual five p.m. meeting. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I've, I, I've been playing a lot of Luigi's Mansion, and I can confirm the best way to handle a ghost is with a vacuum. So if you have a vacuum, oh. Jess, you should sleep with that beside you. Okay, good. good Love it. All right, let's wrap up okay. this ghost All talk. Right. Thank you so much, Wes, for yeah, that. That was wonderful. If anyone you, wants Wes. to send a voicemail, please do filmhags at gmail.com. Yeah. We love it. We welcome it. Okay, so next week. So as we said on our last episode where you guys hilariously debated uh, Ratatouille versus Stuart Little, yep. um, we are switching up our format a little bit um, just to kind of be on par with like everybody's schedules and it's summertime now. So we're just like letting life happen. But on our off weeks of like big film discussions, Maggie and Sophie will often be doing. We we meant we meant for it to be like bonus mini eps, but we the last one we recorded yeah. was like basically an hour, so don't, maybe they won't be mini, yeah. but they'll be bonus. Sure. <laughs> Just to keep that like sweet content up in your ears, and then giving Maggie and Sophie the opportunity to just hash things out, or as Danny would say, hag it out. Mm. Um. So what what's on the docket? for for next week it's a surprise just yeah. tune in oh you know i don't think anyone oh, yeah. needs to do any prepping for next week yeah you don't have to watch any movies mm-hmm. i mean keep watching movies because mm-hmm. it's fun to watch movies but absolutely you know take the week off mm-hmm. take the week off you don't need to do any homework and and we'll we'll see you next tuesday with with some fun games see you next tuesday okay yeah I'm excited. I know what it is because I may or may not be involved. Um, and it's going to be chaotic. So tune in next Tuesday. Um, and thank you once again for listening. If you are liking the show, you can like and subscribe on wherever you find your podcasts. Um, like some boosts on Apple Podcasts would be great. Uh, mm-hmm. Some five stars are right there. Um, you can also follow us on socials at Film Hags pretty much across the board where you can see some of the awesome art that our fourth hag Mel does uh, for our, you know, big film discussion episodes. She's just like amazingly talented and I'm so excited for everybody to see the art for this episode, it's which you're probably level, just looking Mel. at right now. It's fucking good. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing, Mel. Mel is amazing. Um, so yeah, so that's, that's, what's what and we will see you next week do you guys have anything to say on our way out see you in seven days seven days (laughs) seven days (laughs) all right everybody have a magnificent week and we will see you next tuesday bye bye bye